Hello, this is Colin Baker. This is Sylvester Mackay. And you, you lucky people, are listening to the GBS Podcast. See you. So, all of time and space, everything that ever happened or ever will, where do you want to start? Welcome, everyone, to the Gallifrey Broadcasting System. I'm your host, Jace. What's my name? Have Sean. Have forgotten? Yeah, there you go. Has it been that long? Yeah, it must be. <laughs> that you don't even remember your own name? No. Yeah, if you noticed in the intro, right, because I always say welcome, welcome to this week's episode. It's different this time, right? I left some words out. Why? Because we're kind of liars. Well, why are you a liar? You don't really look at that in yourself. Well, you're complicit to the lies. We're liars because we were talking, had all these grandiose plans about how many episodes of the, the podcast we were going to do and when we were going to do yeah, them. we gave y'all so many, and hey, we're going to do this, things. And then almost and then a year. vanished. Yeah, almost oh, a year goes by. I guess what what's happened in that year? There's something that happened. We talked about it a little bit. Yeah, Jake's got a new job. We're working a lot. Well, that did happen, yeah. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Like, so much that I hate myself, but... It's okay, we hate you too. But, uh, what happened with you? I finished my tattoo. Oh, yeah? Yeah. That's true. I'm trying to think. Anything, it looks, anything it looks else good. That you get compliments important. on it all the time still, yeah. and I kind of hate it. Anything else important? I'm trying to think. Think, 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 think. Oh, that's right. That, the, the kid thing. Yeah, I got, yeah, a, I got a son thing. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about him for a second. Yeah. Yeah, it keeps you pretty busy, but... You might even, if you guys are lucky, you might even get to hear him at some point while we're recording, yeah, screaming in the background. Yes, because he's loud. <laughs> he's supposed to be a part of the group. He has his yeah. own opinions about things. Of course, like I said, we haven't done an episode in a really long time. We're sorry about that. We're going to try. I'm not going to make any promises. Yeah, we're not promising anything this time. We will do an episode when we can. Like, that's the idea. I'd like to have, you know, an episode for every upcoming uh, we episode might, of Doctor Who. We might be behind. Yeah, we might be two a week behind or something like that. Who knows? But they'll be there? Question mark? Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> obviously, we got crazy news, right? That Series 12 is coming way sooner than we thought. Yay! And because of that, I thought it would be apropos. Is that how you say it? I don't know. I thought you were the grammar expert here. When it comes to, to the actual looking at it on a piece of paper. Oh, okay. Not speaking. You're the one I can speak better on paper than I can in now. real life. You're the one writing papers and things like that. Exactly. I can write a paper, but it doesn't mean I can speak that way. I can write a certain way. Anyway. My writing language <laughs> and my speaking language are two completely different things. <laughs> so anyway, we got the news. Doctor is coming back New Year's Day, which I was actually really surprised about. Because... Well, we anything, originally thought it was going to be like... April, March, I thought something. 
it, I was under the impression that they may have even delayed it further than that. Like, it would have been in, like, like August or something. Two-year hiatus? They, they do it, you know? They, yeah. they have no problem delaying the show. In a shocking, quote-unquote, twist, we get Doctor Who back on New Year's Day. Yay. Which someone uh, brought this up. I can't remember where I saw it. It was either online or something. I, regardless, they said that, interestingly enough, the fact that Doctor Who is starting on New Year's Day is a is a clever way for them to disguise the fact that they're taking away a special this year. Pretty much. Like, we're, we lost uh, an episode. Hey, we get, you have a special this year. It's the fact that it, we're specially releasing the first episode on New Year's Day. Right. So no Christmas special, no New Year's special, no nothing. But they also just said, thir- you know, season the next season is also already in production. In yeah. terms of being started and stuff, so yeah, but again, I mean, does that mean is or is it going to come back January of twenty twenty one? Is it March? Wouldn't that be interesting to have it finish and then immediately get the next season in like, like in August? August that would, dude. Don't don't tease me like yeah, that. Yeah, like, it. I guess it also all depends on how good series twelve is. But well, yeah, all right, we'll get there. Little, yeah, <laughs> we're getting a little ahead of ourselves. There's some other stuff I want to talk about before we get into series twelve and all the crazy news that has come out about Doctor Who that we missed out on. We did something about a week ago, something we do every year. Uh, we went to Chicago TARDIS. Yeah, we did. Uh, uh, Paul McGann was there. Yeah. Yeah, got added to my collection of autos. Oh, man. Okay, so we're recording in Me Sean's... and him have a bromance going on, by the way. Oh, uh, you and Paul McGann? Yeah, we're best uh, I'll let you now. tell that yeah, story here in a now. second. Yeah. <laughs> we're looking at your wall here and all the autographs that you have. Your collection's getting kind of insane. I know, it's... What, did it, what, what I started with... Like Matt Smith, I think, or no, no, no. Got, I started with a uh, uh, River Song and yeah, you got, and Arthur Darvel. You got Alex Kingston, Kingston and, and Arthur Darvel, yeah. and then uh, after that, it just kind of every time I went to a convention and there was a Doctor Who person there, I was like, sure, and mm-hmm. I got their autograph. You know, then it kind of sprang from there. So yeah, I have. Uh, I'm only missing uh, in terms of doctors. You know, is obviously Jody, but you know, you won't get that one for a while. I mean, if you unless you walked and saw her on the street. Well, or you know, it's just it's just a short walk to where she lives. So right. we're not going to be in Cardiff, yeah, <laughs> or anything like that. And then I'm missing uh, nine Christopher uh, mm-hmm. Eccleston, and then I'm also missing Tom Baker. Right. So, and the only way which I can't get Tom Baker, and you and I looked at it um, every November December, he allows people to send in pictures. You right. only send in a picture, and uh, he'll send it back to you. It's like. 35 bucks or something like that but it might be the only way i'm gonna get his autograph you know yeah uh well i mean i don't i don't think it's within the realm of impossibility that he won't do another convention but he's 85 years old now yeah and there's older people do conventions i just think tom has done so many and i mean he's bombarded with if i can just sit at home and people go here's a stack of stuff for you to sign yeah but speaking of the tom baker autograph i love telling so Oh yeah. So we're at the convention Chicago Tars, which we love. It's it's one of our favorite things we do every year, and we've got tons of stories from this year's uh, convention. It's we typically make a lot of friends there. It's not very often we make enemies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this is a story where okay, so some of you obviously probably know what the Who Shop is. It's the big Doctor Who merchandise store that uh, is over in England. They had a table there, and they had some great stuff. I'm not gonna knock their. The table yeah, itself. Yeah, a lot of cool stuff, yeah. A lot of great autographs. Books uh, full of, like, you know, autographs from people, like, mm-hmm. from, you know, just all the classic, some of the classic companions. People right. you can't even get anymore, you know, stuff mm-hmm. like that, but. Yeah, and that's the one thing I'll say about Chicago Tardis, especially their dealer room, is how much merchandise, I mean, there's so much. If you're 
uh, any ounce of a Doctor Who fan, there's going to be something in that room. It's not for like you. At another a, uh, a typical convention where you have like maybe a small section, right, of Doctor Who. Right. This is literally all that's in this gigantic in this gigantic room. Right. It's you a, know. And well, anyway, we were t we were at the convention. We were talking about autographs and how I think at this point Sean hadn't got his Paul McGann autograph yet, so we were kind of talking about it. And yeah, then, I can remember. We were talking about how he didn't have Eccleston and Tom Baker, and I, we look at the table, and sure enough, they had Tom Baker autographs. And I was looking at the autograph, and it it, it looked really good. It looked pristine, so I obviously just, how I am kind of meticulous sometimes, I looked at, you know, what his autograph looked like. Yeah, like I, I mean, like I would. I mean, it's it's weird for me to buy an autograph that I'm not the one getting it signed. Right, you know right. I mean? Like, it just feels weird to me, you know? There's a suspicion it. on if it's real. Right. People do sell printed photographs. Not, not to, inst again, because this is what ended up... I, okay, yeah, I'm yeah. getting ahead of myself. Yeah, so, but anyways. So, I'm looking at the... I'm verifying the autograph with what I see on my phone. And I'm looking at the paper. And, I mean, the autograph is identical identical to the the, yeah, the it's, picture it's yeah and that any any person that is interested in autographs would would question it they would they would question because it was so perfectly similar and not no one can write the same signature over right and way. well that was the other thing was all the prints because there were multiples all of them were in the exact same spot exactly the same everything and then i looked at the paper and it didn't it didn't quite look like a marker had touched it okay that all that being said i'm sure it was i'm not disparaging the who shop i'm sure that it was authentic I'm yeah sure absolutely that it was ever i was just i was just looking just at curious. it and just doing a little research well anyway as i'm doing that i'm looking at it one of i'm not gonna name the person or who they were a a person from the the table came up to me and was like um can i help you at this moment it, almost simultaneously i excused myself from this area well because you could tell you could sense the energy because it was already <laughs> automatically that this person i'm gonna try really hard not to to yeah. do a gender or yeah, any yeah, kind yeah. of description this individual this individual was abrasive right from the start so, so I, I left. Yeah, so you walked away. So I I was like, oh, well, I was just, you know, verifying that this was an autograph and not a print. And So basically he <laughs> just he just kicked a small child is what oh, he did. Like, Yeah, apparently I did because this person was like, like, I might as well have spit in their think, face. Think of the dumbest thing anyone has ever told you or said to you and the look that you give them thinking, like, did you... Did you really just ask me that? That's how that's how this person was. I'm right. So I'm at the table right behind this. Cuz I'm still close. So I can still hear what's going on. Yeah, you, I am just like, "Uh-oh." Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. And uh <laughs> Well, cuz here's the crazy thing. People sell prints. They do. And people buy them, you know? Yeah, I'm some people against some it. people don't care. Some people are just like, "I just want an autograph." Done. It's right, over. Yeah, I got you nothing know? against but it. But me personally, I, as you can see, all of mine say Tushan. Every single one of them, other than Arthur Darville, which I can't remember why I didn't get Tushan on that one. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Well, that was my very first one, so maybe I didn't I'm the same it. way. I always get mine. I have no in intention of resale. So all of my. That's all a whole different conversation. I could have a whole, po I could have a whole podcast talking about resales. Of autographs? Yeah. Well, this is what they were doing. Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, it's. 
Well, what's your take on it? So you're gonna spill some tea. So my thing, I'm not gonna talk about the. I'm not gonna talk about the Who Shop. I'm gonna talk about individuals that go to conventions. There are oh. people that go to conventions right. strictly to get autographs from every right. person there and then sell them. And that's how they make the money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I hate it because you're to me you're stealing the opportunity for someone that legitimately wants the autograph to get one. Stealing? How so? Because you're just doing it to make a profit. Well, yeah. That's all you're doing it for. There's some individual out there that legit wants it, like me, that can no longer get it because you bought a ticket. Well, the, assuming that there's a finite... Because, like, I mean, at Chicago Tars, for example, one of the great things about being there is that, I mean, you really don't... It's a very cozy convention. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's you're fine. Just, just... You're not... You're not you're not waiting a crazy amount of time to get autographs for anyone you like. They have a they have a, a, a system devised yeah. which well, there's I no think way we talked prevent, about last year. There's really no way to prevent people from reselling autographs. I know that. I'm just saying I don't appreciate I agree it. with you because I, I there was an interview I heard from Christopher Eccleston who talked about it. it was it was an interview from years ago where he was talking about you know he's not why he was this was before the 50th anniversary special yeah. why he wasn't going to do it and you know what he liked about being on the show, one of the things back then was talking about was that had no ill will against the Doctor Who franchise because that was kind of the yeah. perception was that he didn't want anything to do with Doctor Who, and that's not necessarily true. He was like, "I'll sign anything you like." I'm very proud of the work I did on Doctor Who. And he's like, "But I don't sign to if they want me to sign like eight things, I'm not yeah. going to do it." And he's like, "The reason for that is because if I autograph something." From the show, it makes it more valuable, and charities could use that, everything like that. I don't want to weaken that by just, you know, lining someone else's pocket. Yeah, exactly. But anyway. Yeah, that's... that's... Long story short. Yeah. I said what I said, and this person was offended by what I said. So... So we promptly got out of that conversation. So, in the way this person treated me, it made me feel like a complete idiot. And then... To top it all off, I just wanted to get away from the situation, so I had a cup of coffee that I had on the table, and it wasn't on anything, but I walked away, and then this person chased me, kind of shoved the coffee cup into my hand, and then went back. So I was like, okay, all right. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, he made a, a arch enemy that day. But, uh, anyway, positives from Chicago TARDIS... That wasn't even really a negative negative. It's no. just it was just interesting. Well anyway, I cosplayed this year. You did? Yeah. Yeah. You absolutely did. I did the War Doctor. That only took me like three years to get you to, to do the one cosplay that I kept telling you to do. And of course there's another one that you'll do eventually that I'm trying to get you to do too. Yeah, which if you want to see pictures of my cosplay or Sean's cosplay or other cosplays that we saw, we put pictures on the Facebook page. Uh, Facebook.com slash GBS podcast uh, plug. Well, anyway, the cosplay I did... See, the thing is, as we've talked about this before, is that Sean's cosplay is ridiculously good because he just looks like Peter Capaldi. And I I hate it, the amount of attention he gets when we go to these things because I, I become relegated to just your handler. After three years of doing it, I'm trying to get other stuff together because... I really want to not have the same one every time, you know? I don't think you can do anything else. Especially I think I in could. A, well, I'm not saying that you couldn't in terms of it wouldn't be possible. I'm just saying that 
that cosplay's so good. Okay, well, I can do other versions of him. Well, yeah, yeah. That's I'm just what I'm tired of saying. being the same one over and over. And not only that, but I really, really am so tired of losing my beard. Okay, well, that's another thing we're going to talk about. So, we're both bearded individuals throughout not the Not currently! Well, no. The War Doctor, I had to, you know, shave mine down to just a goatee. Yeah. Which, with for the cosplay, looked great. Because, we, you know, we had the... That stuff you use, the gray stuff to make your hair gray and stuff. And it actually worked really well with my beard and stuff. But once the convention was over, I just had a goatee and I looked, I don't know, I didn't like it at all. So I had to shave that off. So then I was baby-faced. Yeah. And I'm still, it's growing back kind of. It's getting there. It's getting to the itchy point. Yeah. So anyway, how, I, I think you can do something else, but... Obviously, the ideas we had because you always do the 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 red velvet type, mm-hmm. uh, very doctory twelfth doctor. Yeah, and then the ideas we had obviously you could do the the plaid pants and the hoodie combo. There's the the one where it's called a holy jumper, which I actually looked up online how much those are going for. It's we just need to make it. Because <laughs> I mean, they're not not to say that they don't. I were the places I saw it looked great and they did great work, but we're on a budget around here. Yeah, yeah, we are. So we'll have to. We live off ramen. Yeah. So there's that, and then the big idea we've talked about in episodes before was you and I'm the Davros chair. I finally got the plans. You know, because I I told you I met the guy at Dragon Con that made one. And right, 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 right. It was just so good. And uh, he sent me the plans on how to make it. Now the only thing is, I have to get uh, uh, like a mi- I have to get one of those three D printers, not mm-hmm. like you know the ones that you put on like a table, not one of the big massive ones that you would see like on a college campus or something like that. But right. once you put on a cable, and there's good ones out there for like seven hundred fifty bucks now. You know, it's not like they're four grand anymore. But you know, that's that's a lot of work. You uh, know, yeah, and it, co- and it takes money. a lot of money, and I, I don't have it right now. You know, so uh, one day I'll hopefully get it done. Maybe I'll just commission someone to do it for me. I wish it's just I want to go to a convention with you where there is a guy or gal I guess doesn't matter dressed as Davros in the chair yeah just so we can get them to let you at least take a picture in the chair yeah that'd be, I should have asked him but so I mean there's 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 things we can you know we can do right um, I want you to do an Nardal I won't do it we talked I want about you to do a Nardal so bad I think you would again, make a great Nardal and again you would make such a good Nardal yes because you already have the wobble when you walk. <laughs> Yes. It's perfect. I'm not I'm just gonna ignore that comment <laughs> and just move on. I think yes, if you did your twelfth doctor and I did Nardal, A I think uh, I could pull it off. B people would lose their minds because it would pair with your cosplay. But the problem is I do not like Nardal. Period. I don't like him. I'm not going to cosplay as a character that I don't like. Yeah, okay. So that's why I did the War Doctor. Obviously, a version of the Doctor, great character. We only He seen felt one so episode. great because finally he got like all these comments on Reddit and stuff like yeah. that. People were like, hey, you look great. So he he well, feels he, he feels amazing yes. now. The, the, he feels validated. There you go. Somewhat, yes. People still freaked out over your cosplay more than mine. But that was to be expected. 
This was, like we said, more of a dry run for the cosplay because yeah, it wasn't. Sure. There were certain things about it, yeah. Wasn't perfect. The scarf wasn't perfect. The 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 pants and the vest were good, except they weren't exactly the right color. And that's the thing I was going to say earlier, and I trailed off, which was with the Twelfth Doctor. A lot of that stuff you can find online. Yeah. Like you could you could build that cosplay just from Amazon. Yeah, for sure. With. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna you know knit together or whatever my own pair of pants. Right, 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 right. So. My cosplay, on the other hand, the only thing I got from an official source of any kind was the Sonic Screwdriver. Yeah. Everything else was built through thrift stores and Goodwill. And then I loved... Okay, so if you guys know what the War Doctor looks like, if you look at his boots, he has these like cover things on the boots. They're called gaiters, or what they're called. Like alligators? Yeah. Yes, I guess. Except that there's an I in the word. Alligators. Moving on. Those are impossible to find online, except there's, um, I guess I'll plug them, I don't know. They There's this website called Magnolia Clothiers. They sell all kinds of Doctor Who cosplay stuff, as well as a little bit of Star Wars and whatnot. And though it's not an official source, their stuff is top-notch, high-quality stuff. You can get, you can get 12th Doctor stuff. They just they, they they don't name it because I guess they're not officially licensed by the BBC, so they're it's called Time Traveler Gear, and instead of saying like the War Doctor cosplay, it says Wartime cosplay or something like that. Well, anyway, huh. yeah, they sell really top-notch stuff. However, it is really really expensive, and those gators. I'm all about making a cosplay that is on a budget. Yeah, the, I'm the, all about it. They the, ain't gotta be perfect. Just gotta look decent. The, the the gators were really expensive. So what I did was I went to Walmart and I bought a pair of women's boots that like were made with leather and zipped up on the side and then cut the boot part off. Went to the convention wearing the gators. Didn't think much of them. I kind of was like, ah, you know, they, they from a glance they look good, but whatever. I got, you were there. People were complimenting them. Like, oh man, where'd you, you got the gators? Where'd you get those? And I was like, Walmart. And they're like, what? Boots. And, and then I would tell boots, people how boots, I did boots, it. And they were like, are you kidding me? And I was like, yep, 20 bucks. Thinking outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> Any other things you want to talk about from Chicago Tartars? I mean, we went to. I mean, we always do the same parties every year. You know, the karaoke thing, you know, and all sorts of stuff. You know, right. don't blink and all that. So, I mean, nothing really new there. I didn't win a drawing this year. Didn't win a drawing this year, thank goodness. He always gets so upset because I win things like that all the time. But, yeah. But, no, the convention was good. You know, a couple good panels between Paul McGann and uh, some of the other people that were there. Oh, tell your Paul McGann story. So, no, I don't want to. I'll save it for another day. So, you don't want to tell your Paul McGann story. We're just going to save that for a future episode. I'm going to save it, yeah. Okay. You know, that's something between me and him. You know, I, will tell, I will tell you this. It was a moment you shared. Yeah, it was a moment we shared, and we're always going to have this. He called out my name across the room. Oh, okay. You know, and uh, I will always have that moment, Yeah. and uh, no one could ever take that from me. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, I'm going to... All right, I'll tell it. one little Paul McGann thing, right? So, we went to some panels, right? And let me say this about panels as well. Uh, S- Sylvester McCoy is so charming. He's the king of just... 
just, he just can, being he, there. Yeah, he can like, captivate a room. He's just the greatest. Yeah, he's, he's hilarious. We went and we saw part of a panel, and it was uh, Sylvester McCoy was there as well as Paul McGann, and they were just kind of talking. And I remember sitting was down. Was Tossin Cole there too? Was he in that one? I, I, was he in that one? Well, he was at the convention, but, yeah, but I don't I can't think he was, he was in that panel. Because we were at a panel where he was in it, too, and I can't remember if that was No, it. no, that was with Arthur Darvill. Ah, yeah, 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 okay. So anyway, we're at the, the panel. We sit down. Sean leans over to me, and he immediately goes, Dude, they could put Paul McGann in Doctor Who right now, totally. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, they could totally put him in there. And I was like, do you really? And I said this to Sean, I go, You just think Paul McGann is just so handsome, don't you? It's a and, guess. And you're like, ageless. You were like, yeah, God, like, because he's in his fifties. Yeah. And he, yeah, he. There's only two other people that don't age: Paul Rudd oh. and Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> well, so the, the, I forgot. This, so that's that your triangle. That's my triangle. Yeah. That's your triumvirate right there. I think I've said this before on the show as well. Tom Baker did an interview from a couple of years back, and he was talking about regeneration. And one of the things he was saying was, he's like, I go to these convention deals, and he's like, Paul McGann is by far the most strikingly handsome one of the bunch. You know, he's the he's he's the the the, the devilishly handsome one of all the actors. But he has a voice that can make an angel sin. But okay, like, do you think? <laughs> do you? I think more people swoon over David Tennant, though. If I'm being, if I'm being honest. Maybe it's just because he's a new actor or new who actor. No, that's fine. You know what? I'll give it. That's fine. But it's the only people that are going after David Tennant are the ones that haven't seen Paul McGann in person. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, uh, that was another thing from a, the, it was like from a 50th anniversary panel or something that Colin Baker, Sylvester McCoy, Tom Baker, Peter, Dave, they're they're all on stage and then. They were asked about, does age matter to the doctor? And they were saying, well, I used to think that, but now with, like, Matt Smith, for example, when he's 12 years old but has a 900-year-old head. Yeah. They're like, age doesn't matter. And then Colin Baker says this. He's sitting right next to Peter Davison. He goes, well, he's like, I used to think the same thing, but now, you know, there's we're drawing a younger audience now. He's like, and look, watch this. He's like, I just say the words. David Tennant, and then you hear in the crowd, all the girls go, woo! And then Peter Davison goes, you stay away from him! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... That's funny. (laughs) Which, the the greatest thing ever, and I told you this story earlier this year, was it was from a convention. Peter Davison was on stage, and somebody asked him a question, which was, what was the weirdest thing a Doctor Who fan has ever given you? And then... Uh, someone in the crowd yells, "A grandchild!" <laughs> I was like, "Got him, got him!" <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we had a great time at Chicago TARDIS. As always, we love going to that convention. If you find yourself in Chicago around November time, right after Thanksgiving or whatever, it's a great, cozy little convention to go to. Just make sure you leave on Sunday. Yeah, because if not, you're gonna be snowed in. Yeah, we missed we, it by, like, hours the past again, few times. Again, yeah. And just, we are looking forward to trying to do some more conventions later this year, as always. We love going to Dragon Con. There's a few more. There's there's one I saw in May. I can't remember where it was. I think it was in 
Huntsville, Alabama, maybe. Was that the like awesome? No, 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 no. It was Awesome Con in Washington. You're right. You're right. And that's in Maine. Christopher Eccleston's going to be there. I looked at the website. I did not see him there. I did. I went through his entire guest list. There's actually a website you can go to. Matt Smith canceled. He was supposed to be at that one. Enough talking about what's going on with us and whatever. The big news, obviously, Series 12 is coming in just a few short weeks. Yeah, and that's all the time we have, guys. We'll be back next week. <laughs> I mean, I am excited, obviously. there's, there's... I am too, but not for the reasons I think everyone else is excited. Like A lot of people are excited because it's Doctor Who's back. Yeah, I'm excited Doctor Who's back. But I'm excited with everything we're about to talk about because it's not the same as Eleven. Well, yeah, because the, 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 big, the big thing was I, I feel like Series 11, in which if you guys see on the, our back catalog, we've talked a lot about Series 11. We had a whole review of every episode and of the series as a whole. And our overall consensus was that we didn't care for it too much. That it felt like it was trying too hard to break away from... The norm that we're used to, you know? I, I will say one thing, though, when we were going, uh, when we went to Chicago, was that it seemed like it was definitely 50-50 split on terms of people who enjoyed Series 11 versus people who didn't. I was surprised to, like, I, at least in our little world, there was a general consensus that it wasn't very good. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, it made sense, I guess, on paper to to shrink the, uh, to shrink the series down into right. less episodes but link or extend the length of the episodes right to have them all be their own individual story with no overarching plot or anything mm-hmm. like that which i guess technically they still kind of did anyways with the whole tim shaw thing i guess they kind of had something it wasn't was that's what i'm saying it wasn't really an arc but he came back beginning and end so i guess i don't know yeah but anyways you know that's it's just yeah 11 wasn't very good um, I can I can sum the I can sum the entire series eleven into one word. Underwhelming, frog. <laughs> okay, another side note. I I can't remember. I met another person at Chicago Tardis that. And before he a... states this, everyone can have their own opinion. No yeah, one's of wrong. Course, of no course. one's wrong. No one's no, wrong. Of course not. Except this guy. No, no one's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> so... We like we say this all the time. We never claim to be experts of anything. So. I met another podcaster at Chicago TARDIS, and I was talking about Series 11, and he was talking about how he really enjoyed the reveal of the frog in that episode. I'm glad he did. And I was like, wow, man, really? Like, you really like that? Because I'm pretty sure, out of all the episodes we did of Series 11, I tore that episode apart more than any other episode. Yeah, that was... I completely destroyed, inch by inch... How every bit yeah. of that episode didn't make I sense. I remember when we were recording that episode, how, like, we didn't, you know, because we prepare for these episodes. Yeah, and we'll write, like, notes and things just to kind of keep... I got so into it. You went way off the rails. You were like, <laughs> oh, and another thing, and another thing, and another thing. It's like, okay, all right, okay, I, I get it. I got one more. <laughs> <laughs> I also saw on Reddit someone posted, because uh, there's a subreddit. R slash Doctor Who, and I'm on there a lot. And someone was talking about the solid track and the frog reveal, and there was a lot of people who liked it. So I, I mean, maybe we're in the minority. That's fine. I hope so. I hope we are. I hope majority of people liked it. But anyway, moving on. The thing about series eleven, I guess, before we move on, it was just the way they changed the episodes mm. in terms of length. 
it was something I saw from years ago talking about it doesn't all it it doesn't seem to always go well in the beginning when they change the way that Doctor Who is formatted. Because the thing is, is like well, I think every new showrunner is gonna try to make it their own. I mean, of course. you you change it. That's why, like, I feel like every first season almost mm-hmm. of some of these mm-hmm. new Doctors isn't very great. Mm-hmm. You know, like Peter Capaldi's first season was not great. It wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. It wasn't series eleven bad. I mean, there's some good episodes in yeah. there. Yeah, but I mean. The thing about series eleven, we beat it to it. We beat it down. Yeah, yeah. Already, yeah. the last thing I'm gonna say is I can't. I can remember the name of one episode. You can't. I can't. Re- I can remember the name of one. Kerblam. You can't remember. Uh, it takes you away. The batter, uh, battle of uh, Ranscor of Colos, uh, the Witchfinders. You just looked all that up. No, no. You have your phone in your hand right now. It says Doctor Who episodes series. Are 11. you really gonna? You're gonna lie. On the, the thing, so that they think I don't have my phone in my hand. They're never gonna know who to believe. This is like that episode of The Office. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna talk about The Office. Okay, so anyways, go moving on, sir. Well, like I said, the thing is, is like there's definitely always backlash when they change the format of the episodes. Like, for example, Classic Who era, originally episodes were 25 minutes long, and a story was separated into four to six episodes. Yeah. And the thing about that was. And why it kept people so engaged was because you couldn't draw breath with it. Always cliffhangers. It was just go, 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 and go, then it go. stopped in the middle of something like big, you know. Whatever. Right, right. Yeah. And you know, I think it worked for that time period. But when that series, series, when it was out, then I think it worked then. These like with series eleven was you know Doctor Who episodes now are almost like movies. Every episode they're yeah, they're long, absolutely. You know, and, but all this to bring around series yeah, back 12, to series twelve, which. Is they kind of... That's what I'm excited for. They've, that, he's, they've turned tail and come back. Right, right. They've, they've, you know, they have just 180'd on it all. We have, ho- hopefully, arcs throughout the entire thing, like Torchwood and Bad Wolf and stuff like that. Hopefully, we'll have a series arc well, through they, it. Well, that's speculation. They haven't outright yeah. said Well, they have that. said there's two-parters. Yeah. We have two-part episodes back. You yes. know, so that's great. Some villain, old villains are coming back. Cybermen. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the Dune. Let's That's talk weird. about. Um. Let's talk about the trailer. So yeah. So we saw the. Which one? Well, there's several, right? The the, the obviously the reveal date trailer, and then yeah, there's the, even the the first look. Yeah. So we see some things in the trailer that letting us know exactly how this series is already different than series eleven, and that's that they're they're bringing things back. Right. Yeah. So we see a little bit of Cybermen, right? Which is it? Is it a Cyberman? Is it not? There's something. It looks kind of beat up, you know, like kind of old. There's so, something else going we'll, on. Yeah, there. we'll see. We'll see. I feel like that's definitely gonna be a a switcheroo of some kind. You think the Cyberman's gonna be a switcheroo? I yeah. I I think it's gonna be more than just a, a damaged Cyberman. I think there's more to it than that. I really do. But who knows? It, yeah, it's, it's Mr. All... It's it's Mr. Pink. He's back. Danny? Danny, yeah. He's back. <laughs> He's tired of it. <laughs> yeah, that's... What, what would be the purpose of bringing him back? Like, it's not Nothing. Like, yeah. <laughs> because they got rid of Clara. Thank God. I we see the the Jadoon, right? Which, I'm in the minority here. People really lost their minds about that. They're like, oh my God, the Jadoon are back. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, you can't say... You, I mean, the, the Jadoon were, you know, Martha Jones. You right. know, it, it wasn't... A, it was actually a good episode. I really, it, was decent. It, was a, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed that episode. Decent. So, uh, it's probably one of the few things of Martha Jones that I actually enjoyed. So... Yeah, it was decent. I guess people just... But I never saw them as a villain, though. I thought they were supposed to be well, like the police. A they're not a villain. They're supposed to be like the police. I thought. 
Yeah, and I mean, as far as we know, they're not a villain in this series either. Hmm. We don't really know exactly what the role in this series is going to be, but... We do know that something is chasing the Doctor. Yeah, and I mean, I don't, like I said, people really are happy you think, to okay, say so that, we, and I'm just like, Well, maybe I'm going cool. I'm I'm to bring this up, you know, that something's chasing the Doctor and stuff like that. She's, she's scared. You know, the Doctor's scared, mm-hmm. or whatever. And, uh, of course, you get the whole family aspect again. They're like, we're here for you. We're your mates mm-hmm. and stuff. But uh, do you think this is where we, we get that Timeless Child stuff brought back? Oh, right. So, I... Maybe. I mean, you can never say never, but a lot of times things never come up again. I mean, they, they really don't. <laughs> I mean, we had that ar- the, the argument for years about the screwdriver with River Song, and I was very much in the camp that it was never going to come back around again. One of my and greatest achievements. You were talking about for years ago, oh man, this is the winner, and I was like, no, I'm telling you, man, that's they, they, that's some continuity error that they, they're not going to be able to wrap up, they'll oh. just leave it alone, and well, I was wrong. Yeah, one of the best days of my life. Yeah, but we'll see. I mean, the, it was the remnants, I think, from the Ghost Monument episode. Where they were trying to scare the doctor, and I mean, I guess they technically, I guess, succeeded in that point. But I mean, it could scare mean the doctor nothing, and be like time you know, child or whatever. They could just mean like just referencing the doctor's the fact that doesn't have she's falling yeah, through time, time all the time. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no really home, a, a time period that the doctor calls home. There's another thing they're bringing back, right? They're bringing back the cold opens. If you don't know what a cold oh. open is, it's where I'm episode- so excited. One of the biggest letdowns. Yeah, of yeah. eleven, and it doesn't seem like that big of a deal, but it kind of is. It kind of leads you into the, the the episode. Well, I think cold opens are important. Like most, you know, a lot of sitcoms do it, and the reason for that is is to give you like it's like to jumpstart the episode. Yeah, exactly. You get like someone running down a hallway scared, and then you know something shows up, and then title sequence. Right. You know, I mean, it's it. I feel like it it. it brings more to the episode than just starting and going. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, and I mean, they said they're bringing those back. It's just like, you know, like I said, there's a lot of backpedaling. There's a lot of backpedaling going on. Well, I think they realized that it just didn't work. And I'm okay with trying something new in the first se- you know, series or whatever. We talked about that a long time ago, mm-hmm. um, how it's either going to work or it's not. And in our opinion, it didn't. Mm-hmm. But we may be in the minority. Who, who really knows? In terms of viewership, I guess we were wrong. We're going to see. I hope 12 is great. You know, I'm excited for the two-part episodes. This first one's supposed to be a two-parter. Yeah, I, don't, I haven't seen anything about that. Yeah, it's supposed to be a two-parter. Well, the first episode we see is called Spyfall. It's supposed to, I guess, be a take on, like, James Bond. Yeah. And then that's another thing about, is we have... But what know, does some... it mean? That's the thing. You know, what is... I've tried not to look up anything, because there's, there's people out there that have their theories of why it's called Spyfall. Right. But I, I, I don't want to look anything up. So, I mean, you know, there's certain things that I'll spoil, because we have to watch trailers and stuff like that in order to do the podcast. Mm-hmm. But so things like that, I kind of like to lead to on my own interpretation. And uh, I'm, I'm really not sure, to be honest with you. Well, it just, it could just be, you know, just a take on James Bond or something. I don't know, but... We saw the first look, right? The little tiny scene. We see Stephen Fry is in. Yeah, it's awesome. Which I love him. Celebrity guest. Yeah, it's a really good one. Uh, Like I love him. He's. There's some other cameos, but they're more like well-known British British actors. actors. Yeah. So we we uh, there's a couple, but yeah, I I didn't. I don't know who they were. Stephen Fry's. Yeah, Stephen Fry's a well-known one. uh, British actor, but he's well-known in the United States as well. It's really cool to have him in Doctor Who. There's someone. You know, I've loved just in anything, basically. Well, that, that first glimpse 
trailer or whatever. Well, that felt you know, James that Bondy felt great. Like I don't know. I feel like Stephen Frost's performance in that already kind of has me kind of like okay. I think he's gonna be like really great in that episode because just that can we count on you? Maybe. I, I mean, it's hard. To, they, they definitely yeah. gave you a, a nothing kind of. They, they kind of got you a little bit like a hey. Hey, and but didn't give you really too much. It was you know? definitely a taste. Yeah, because I mean, it was talking about well, there's a character whose DNA has been rewritten and is like kind of like an empty being now that looks like yeah. a human. And you're and like, maybe what? maybe I'm reading into it too much because maybe I'll have to go back and, and rewatch some of the last series. But I feel like Jody's facial expressions in that, like mm-hmm. the way she portrays herself as a doctor, just that one little glimpse was already better. You might be reading into it too much. I don't know. I didn't see. I didn't notice much of a difference. Yeah, I, just, I felt like I felt like she was. I don't know the way she kind of seemed scared, but also I don't know. I'm just maybe it's because I'm in theater classes. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. I. I mean, I'm obviously. If you when listen, it, when it comes to the stuff like this, I'm always on the positive side and. And I always have been. Every time new, we, we talked about series like that, I've always yeah, been on the yeah, positive. Yeah, I'm always more critical than yeah, you are. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and that's just how I am as a person. Like, when something's good, trust me, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I still am in the the camp of Jody hasn't realized... Give me that, give me you're the doctor moment. Well, not only that, but just realized the role. I, and not, okay... Realized it in the sense of in my eyes. Yeah, not yeah, realized. I'm like, sure she understands. She hasn't had that moment. We talked about it. Where you you say that she hasn't had that moment to make you go, she's the doctor. Yeah, it hasn't happened. So, like, there was there's stuff from Matt Smith is in his first dang episode. Yeah, for me, you talk and about it's when the, he puts on his first coat and he walks the, in, he talks to the the freaking what are they called? The it's the from I forget what they're called, but the from the, the is that what it was. No, that's not right. It, you're talking about the, the big eyeball in yeah. the sky. Yeah, the, 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 but there hasn't been that moment. I mean, with David Tennant, you got that in his first episode, too, with the what, kind of, man, yeah, what yeah. kind of man What kind of man am I? No second chances. That's, that's the kind of man I yeah, am. Yeah, that's a great moment. <sighs> and uh, <sighs> with Sorry. Peter Capaldi, it took a little bit longer with him, I feel. I mean, there were some great moments in the first episode, Deep Breath. Where, oh man, what's what's a really great moment I love from that episode? I mean, there's the end with the the call from the eleventh Doctor, and then you just see me, you know, he's telling Clara like I'm that guy you talked to on the phone. Just yeah, you, you're acting like I'm not here. I'm right in front of you, and that uh, that was a great moment. But it it, it built it a little bit more with the twelfth Doctor. I mean, obviously by series nine. I felt like, and I've told you this before, I thought the 12th, the 12th Doctor, if I were to just imagine what Doctor Who looks like, that's Doctor Who. I know. He... Shut up, baby, I know it. <laughs> he embodies, he's, he's the doctoriest doctor in my eyes. Now, he's not my favorite. Well, I mean, it's fine. I mean, some people are wrong, and you're one of them. <laughs> but anyway, back to Jody. It just hasn't happened yet. I'll say it can't. I'm yeah, really, well, I'm really looking we, forward. we obviously already have two more series, including this one with her. So, right, right, right. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, we're we're getting, like I said, less episodes. Technically, one less episode because we're not getting a New Year's special or anything like Maybe that. Maybe a Christmas special. 
Well, we didn't get a Christmas special last year either. We can't. It, they delayed it a week and made it a New Year's special. Yeah, but I'm saying maybe we'll get a Christmas special this year since we're starting on. Do you think New Year's. so? I don't see why not. There's plenty of time to do it. Well, you would think so. You. <laughs> just, I don't know. Don't take I, this from me. I mean, look, we've talked about it before. It, it is really difficult to film Doctor Who. They there's a lot of on location filming and there's a lot of production that goes and into it so it's not an easy show to film by any means but i don't know you know i i look we can just be thankful yeah it's gonna be back it, it, it's coming back a couple weeks you right know. so do you have like some predictions i based off of what you one of these seen? companions will not be back i think it's graham really you think it's graham yeah i i'm torn i either think graham just takes a step back yeah and he goes i've i've had enough or I think it's Ryan. Why? Why do you think Ryan? Because he's just useless. <laughs> well, like I really, I, I'm sorry. Dyslexian. Yeah, came like up, really. there's just he's not useful. You know, and neither is I guess. Yes. Yes, but she. I feel like she has more potential than Ryan does. And I think Graham, they can't get rid of him because he just makes it right now. He was the best part of all of Series 11. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I've talked about before that the uh, 13th Doctor and a Graham single, you know, them the, the idea of a younger, dashing yeah, with an female older, Doctor with an older yeah, male would be perfect. companion. Who, and there's no obviously no but also sexual tension between them. That's yeah. like the perfect combination. But there's also the but, fact that typically when a series is in production, you don't get people at conventions doing autographs. And Tossin Cole was at Chicago TARDIS. Oh, so, yeah, you're saying because he was doing a convention. Then maybe his, he's done. Maybe he's done. He even said himself he's not a Doctor Who fan. Well, he didn't say that he wasn't a Doctor Who fan. He was he was not a Doctor Who fanatic. That he wasn't obsessed with Doctor Who. That it was if, more of a role. Yeah, and it was so, a, I don't know. I just feel like he, I don't, I don't know, I feel, I, like, I feel like it's going to be him. You might be right. I mean, we're again, we're just speculating. Maybe he goes back with his I, dad. The reason know? I don't think the, the reason I think Graham's going to end up going away is because a, I think that that would have the most impact on the Doctor, the character. Okay, well let's say let's say it is him. Let's say it is Graham. Yeah. How do you think we lose him? I think I think I said it to you before. I think in one of these series with these three, I it's been a I think it's it's been a while unless I'm just forgetting one that we've actually had a companion die and i know you're gonna bring up clara but technically she's floating around in the last second of her life for forever so you know she's not dead yet it's, i mean when we saw we, her she was very much alive i mean we've had like companions die but they always in new who we haven't really had a companion die sure we had um amy and rory technically they didn't die they got sent back in the past and lived their life yeah but they you know they always that's not be considered nice. a death I suppose, or we had, you know, Rose who went to another parallel Still universe. Still not dead. Or Donna whose mind was wiped. Still alive. I mean, you could argue that that one was as close to a death as you could I'm get. just saying, though, we haven't had, like, someone, like, sacrifice themselves or perish and just really, like, well, get to the doctor. We talked about uh, from the New Year's special resolution where it would have made perfect sense for the dad to go for ryan's dad to die would have just hey, that was should have been his redemption right that would and have they been ruined that. a perfect moment right like that would have added I so was, much weight we not to bring that, that back story. up i don't I, i'm like getting like 
My suppressed feelings are going up <laughs> yeah, again. Breaking, I, I spent a whole year yeah. modeling these yeah, feelings we're, out. We're connecting neurons and <laughs> dormant for a while. Yeah. So, but I think if they're going to get rid of Graham, it's going to have to be something spectacular, not just him getting well, sure, up. Well, sure, sure. But the other thing that makes me, just not from a story standpoint, the fact that Bradley Walsh himself is a busy guy. He, you know, he's definitely a heavyweight in terms of being on the show and I, I i don't know that i don't know that he can you know do a show like this for a very very long time we'll see i am i am curious about uh, yaz because we talked about before how the cop thing never came into factor really not really no but we already see her in the trailer standing next to a police officer yeah so maybe now she she at some point has some sort of maybe that gets brought in some way or another, you know? I'm sure. The thing is, is... They... The last series didn't... They didn't so much focus on how the Doctor forms rela- relationships with these people besides the fact that they were just kind of nice to her and helped the Doctor when she had just finished regenerating and then the Doctor helped them, you know, solve this problem. It was... Uh, obviously a very just like anything in doctor who it's always a very coincidental thing that the doctor just plummeted through the sky and fell at the exact moment where an alien thing was attacking people yeah but but that's just doctor who you know yeah do you think that we get any like big surprises not in terms of like series arc or anything like that but like surprise like a surprise enemy shows up they were like holy cow or like a surprise another guest like a they run into like an old companion or like a cameo somewhere do you think we get anything like that in this to kind of help maybe offset the off-putting of Eleven? Um, maybe. The thing is, is Doctor Who, when it does things like that, where it brings... Because, obviously, it's kind of fan service is... It, it usually goes one of two ways. We get one way where, like, a... Rose Tyler comes back from the other dimension, and it wraps up that story with mm-hmm. the 10th Doctor... And you could argue that that wasn't the greatest story, but I, I did, yeah. you know, where she lives happily ever after with the Metacrisis Doctor. But yeah. but then you have other moments where, like, uh, a Sarah Jane comes back because they were wanting to do a TV show with her. Or, you know, K-9 comes back because they wanted to do a spinoff of that. Or, you know, it, it could go one or two ways. It could be good or just fan service you know. Yeah. There, it's... There's a part of me that would love to see this doctor interact with Missy, but I don't know. Yeah, that... I don't want to see Missy this early again. Not not just because I really love the way that wrapped up, but we already talked about that. I, I don't I think be... we're ever gonna see. Yeah, I don't know if we're Missy ever... again. Yeah, I don't think we're ever see her again. But no. But then there's you know you could have, you know, as far as like a multi doctor story, I don't think so. A companion returning, you know, you could say maybe River Song. For or, like an episode or something, or an Oscar. I don't, I don't think we're gonna get like a crazy big cameo. I told you, I think that they should have done an episode with Jody where they like land in uh, Manhattan mm-hmm. or whatever, and she looks down at the clock or whatever, sees where they are, and she's kind. Of, they like they're walking outside, like, hey, we're in, you know in Manhattan or whatever, and uh, she's kind of like staring at it, like. Oh, and you're talking Uh-oh. about they run into Amy and Rory? They they just walk by, and she doesn't, like, she. you just see, like, that came of them walk by. They may not even be the actors and actress, actress but you kind of just see a glimpse of the red hair and the, yeah. 
and him or whatever. And she's like, because she lands in that time, she could have always gone there, but maybe she just didn't do it because she didn't want to face them again. Yeah, I don't know. I, I if they did that, but didn't, it wasn't Karen and Arthur. What if they just walked by her bookstore or her typewriting thing, where you know she created the? Would Arthur, that what be if a she big enough? By, would that be a, you? If you're gonna do that moment, you might as well do it, right? Don't don't. I don't know. I'm just saying. I just I want something to make me go whoa. Well, like one of the great things about series ten was that at the very beginning we got the tease that the master in John Sims form was gonna make a return at some point. And yeah, but I argued that I would rather have not known prior to. Well, I will say the episode that we got. I think it was World Enough in Time. Where the character he was in disguise the whole time, I there were some people who were like that was John Sims I knew the whole time. I'm gonna be real, I had no idea. It was a genuine yeah. shock to me. I mean, those are cool, but I want I want a, I want a wow moment. I do. I just want to be. But we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. There's a there's still time. Of course. Know? I mean, it's gonna be another couple months before I get my full full what I feel moment. You know. I think there's like you said, there is a lot of positives, and I am very much looking forward to it but i am a little apprehensive yeah of course but i do you know just like last season i'm gonna give it all and we'll the chances that i can again we don't know when we'll be able to record episodes you know there's a lot going on with okay. the newborns and okay you. yeah so let's let's well, move on i was so. just i was just gonna say you know we don't know what's gonna happen but when we do do these we're gonna do the same thing we did before we're gonna break down we're gonna do the episode and then mm-hmm. we're gonna do an overall how we feel you know, right. and that that may vary, you know, because I and people, I think some people hate that when you're when you have an opinion on something, and then later on it kind of your overall opinion doesn't coincide with your individual ideas on those episodes. Right. But you've had more time to mellow it out because we record these things typically right after we watch it, you know. So, you know, I just I don't know. I really well, don't know where I was going change. with that. I was just saying, opinions change. You, yeah. you you get to think about something more. Maybe you're like, you know what? Actually, that was a good point. And you come back and then you can talk about it and all that sort of stuff. I mean, there have been parts of Doctor Who that I've didn't care for that I went back to and I, you know, I kind of enjoyed like series eight with uh, the Twelfth Doctor. I didn't. There was only a few episodes of that that I really cared for, like Listen, or I, you know, the the two part Ender with. Um, with Missy was decent, but rewatching it, you know what? There was some. It was not as bad, nearly as bad as I thought. Oh, look! I wonder if the wonder, microphone picked up your. If y'all heard a squeal, then <laughs> it was his son. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we got right now for series twelve. We probably won't have another episode of the podcast till after New Year's. Yeah, because uh, I, I episode. obviously I got a little one. Half of his family is in. West Virginia, his grandparents and uncles and nieces and oh, not nieces, uh, cousins and stuff like I that. Like, he's got nieces. I was already. like, what the hell? Uh, <laughs> I mean, what the heck? But so I gotta go up there, and we're gonna be in West Virginia until the mm-hmm. until the seventh. So it, it'll be a little, it'll be a little while before we ever get an episode going. Yeah, but we're I which mean, might be good. It gives us time to mellow out or sit on that right that first episode. Right. So we are gonna, you know, try our very best. We're not going to make any promises to do more episodes as the new series trucks on. We'll just do them as we can, you know. Um, and we hope to have a time, eventually, you know, one day in life where we can just do like we were doing before, an episode a week or maybe two episodes if we feel like it or, you know, whatever. Just um, things sometimes come at you. 
Right. You know, and things change and you think you can handle doing certain tasks and multitasking and doing certain things at once. And then you, you actually start doing those things and go, ooh, I got to cut that. Right. Or I can't do that, you know. Right. And so it's hard. Yeah. But as always, if you guys love the show, you can go to anchor.fm slash Doctor Who. You can see our entire back catalog of all the episodes we've ever done. And if you want, you can ask us questions with voice messages through Anchor uh, as well. And you can even support the show if you like. You can support the show, and this helps us you know, get better equipment and be able to put more time into the show. And if you want, you can even send us messages on Facebook. And like I said earlier, it's facebook.com slash gbspodcast. You can see pictures from our most recent trip to Chicago TARDIS. As well as, you know, just see all the little things that we've done in the past. Yeah. So, anyway, that's going to be it for this episode of the GBS Podcast. I'm Jace. And I'm Sean. And we're hopping in our TARDISes, and we will catch you guys next time. Bye.